in the word to you. This is our second week of Abide. Man, we're just believing that our church is going to learn to uh, grow closer in their relationship with Jesus. So we're just excited about what he's doing in your life. And uh, today uh, we're going to be speaking a message called It's uh, Time to Go. Last week we preached a message when God says it has to go. <laughs> we talked about God pruning. Today we're talking about when God says it's time to go. And uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit about a uh, time when God asked Joseph to go. Uh, but I just wanted to remind you our memory verse from last week, John 15 verse 5. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, Jesus is inviting you into a closer relationship so that you can be more fruitful in your life. Uh, so I was just thinking about this uh, as the Lord reminded me in my devotions this week that he spoke to Joseph. You know, Joseph was a father. He was trying to his best to lead his family. And in some big decisions about moving to a different city, about how to raise his kids, uh, God spoke to him. You know, it wasn't in church. It wasn't while he was reading his Bible. It wasn't in, in prayer. But it was while he was laying in bed. <laughs> and uh, I was just reminded, you know, some of the times when God has spoken to me most clearly is when I've been quiet and laying in my bed. And uh, I just wanted to encourage you that uh, uh, have we given God room to speak to us? Have we, have we have times in our lives where we're quiet, where we could actually hear his voice? You know, sometimes we got people and we got distractions. We got our screens, you know, our phones are always in front of us. Does God have a chance where he's just got us alone, where we're quiet and he can actually speak to us? So let's pray and we'll jump into the word today. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to open your word. Thank you that you have something to say to each person that's listening this morning. I thank you for the Gateway family. Lord, I just bless them today and for others that are joining that are that are visiting today. We thank you for them, Lord, that you want to speak to people and encourage them in their walk with you. So we just pray your voice would be clear in Jesus' name. Amen. Right on. So I just wanted to tell you a little story. You know, as a teen, uh, I was raised by a single mom and and my mom was desperate for miracles in her life. She needed God to come through. And I can remember one time uh, uh, her vehicle or our family vehicle quit working and there was no money to fix it. it. It was broke down. We didn't know what was wrong. And my mom talked to a mechanic. And he saw that she was a single mom and she didn't have any money or anything. And he just quickly said, you know, I don't know what to do. And I don't know how to fix it. But my mom prayed, you know, and asked God to help us. And that night, that mechanic couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> he was at home laying in his bed. And uh, he couldn't stop thinking about our vehicle. And it came to him the solution of what was wrong. Just by hearing the story and so on, it came to him very clearly what the problem was. And in the morning, he was so excited and eager. He called my mom and, and told her, you know, I think I know what's wrong with your vehicle. And he fixed the vehicle uh, and it cost very little. I think he just did it on his own. And uh, it was a actually a fairly simple solution but it was like God came to him and and opened his eyes to the problem you know God is alive 
and he cares about us. He wants to speak to us. He wants to help us. And, you know, I saw it in my mom's life that her faith was alive. Her trust in God was alive. You know, our kids and our grandkids need to see that our faith makes a difference uh, in our lives. And when we live like we can do everything on our own, that we don't need God, you know what we're teaching our kids? That they can live without God and they don't need Him either. But we can show them how much we need Him. How much we're not good enough on our own. And uh, they see that our faith is alive. And this is what happened to Joseph in Matthew chapter 2, verse 20. It says, God spoke to him and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. So, so here's that statement, get up and go. You know, when God says it's time to go, what are we going to do? And uh, most of us would be quick to say that we believe God can and does speak to us. Or at least he speaks to other people that we know. And sometimes, though, I think we can feel unsure. We lack confidence. Did we really hear God's voice? Or is it just me? Or, or uh, we can struggle a little bit to discern what is God's voice or, or my voice or others' voices. And it can be easy to give up. But Joseph didn't give up. <laughs> you know, it can be easy uh, just to, uh, to say, you know what, I don't know what to do. And we, and we don't make the effort to try to get it right. But today I want to give you some insights that would help us, help you and I, uh, when it comes to hearing God's voice. You know, sometimes we can be afraid to hear God because we are afraid that we might not like what, we, what he has to say to us. But I want to encourage you, you know, the first thing God ever said to people is recorded in Genesis in chapter 1 and verse 28. And it's God speaking a blessing over people. You know, God wanted to speak a blessing over you. God wants to speak hope and he wants to speak blessing to your future. That's what he really wants to do. So I want to encourage you today that it's great to hear God's voice and that God does speak today. Before uh, returning to uh, heaven to be with the Father. Jesus spoke about the days that we're living in now and he said this in John 14 verse 26. He said, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. And Jesus reveals in this verse why he wants us to hear God's voice. The first thing is that God speaks to us to give us insight into the Bible. You know, on its own, the Bible is actually a very exciting book. It's very interesting. Uh, but when God gives you insight into the Bible, it comes alive to your everyday life. It makes a difference in the situations you're going through, in your relationships, and so on. The other thing that Jesus wanted us to know is that God wants to speak to us to reveal his will in all things. You know, as amazing as the Bible is, it actually doesn't reveal God's will to us in everything that we're going through. But God wants to speak to us in the situations that we're in, the, the challenges that we're in, the wisdom we need, etc. in our families. And he does it by directing us by the Holy Spirit. So how do I get through uh, and learn to hear God's voice? Well, I just want to encourage you with a couple of stories. One is that... Uh, 
uh, when we were raising our boys, uh, when they were younger, one of our sons was in grade nine and he just wanted to give up on school. He wanted to quit school. He came to me and he asked, Dad, can I quit? I hate school. It's stupid. And I tried everything I could think of to talk him into not quitting and it just wasn't going well. And I remember just praying, God, help us, help, help me know what to do. And, and it was during that time uh, that God helped me become aware of the CTC program and that my son could actually learn mechanics while he was in school, which is what he really wanted to do. And, you know, my son graduated from high school from grade 12 and he graduated with his first year of college in mechanics completed you might guess which son that is but I just want to say you know what God spoke to me and it wasn't just getting me through but it was getting me through and moving me beyond and my son beyond his own dreams you know a couple of years ago God spoke to me about starting Gateway Church Live or online church and it just seemed like a faraway dream uh, but this year it got going and you know within four weeks of it starting uh, the the COVID crisis came and our church was shut down and, and it became, the online church platform became how we met as a church. Isn't it amazing that God spoke to us about that two years before it happened? And then this year also, I was planning a trip to Thailand and in the COVID crisis, in those early days of the, of the year, we didn't imagine what was going to happen but something came into my own spirit about what was going on and I said you know what God does not want me to go right now and we postponed the trip and was able to get a full refund uh, and then all of the pandemic came out and you know God spoke to me you know something really significant happens when we hear God's voice and we follow it one is the obvious we get the blessing of following Jesus. We get the blessing of following as well. The other is found in Jesus' words in John 14 verse 15. Jesus said this, if you love me, keep my commands. So when God says it's time to go, it's a chance for our relationship with him to grow. You know, when you have a growing relationship with Jesus, it strengthens your faith. It just comes alive. And then also it strengthens the faith of the people around you. One of the reasons young people struggle with their faith is because they don't see the reality of our faith in our lives. Following God because I told you so is okay, but following God because I can see that he's really speaking to you and that he's helping you to see the future and make a way for you, that becomes powerful and life-giving. So what stops us from hearing God's voice? What stops me from hearing God's voice? Well, besides our sin and willful turning from God, Jesus tells us what stops us from hearing God's voice in Luke chapter 10, verse 21. He says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you've hidden these things from the wise and the learned, and you've revealed them to little children. So two things Jesus points out that stop us from hearing God's voice. One is our pride you know we have pride in what we know what we've learned what we've read what the experts have say we we hear that a lot in our world today we've got to listen to the experts we've got to listen to wisdom um, but and all those things are fine but they're no substitute 
for what God wants to say and how God can lead your life. Humility says God knows best. The second thing Jesus said is our self-sufficiency stops us from hearing God's voice. It's in our experience. You know, the things I remember when I finished college, I thought I knew a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of information from books and I trusted in what I learned. And now as an older adult, I have past experiences, things that where I've seen God work and move. And I can easily just start to assume uh, what God wants me to do based on what I've learned, based on my past experiences, but not from actually hearing what he wants me to do. So we can become self-sufficient and just trusting in ourselves. You know, when we're trusting in ourselves, um, God is going to stop interrupting us with his voice. God wants you, though, to hear his voice. In order to abide with Jesus, in order to grow in a close relationship with Jesus, we need to hear his voice. You need to be able to hear his voice to have a growing faith. And when God says it's time to go, it's a chance for your relationship to grow, your love for Jesus to grow. So what opens my ears to hear God's voice? Well, Jesus said it in that verse, it's childlikeness. You know, childlikeness isn't immaturity and, and silliness. Jesus was talking about a childlike curiosity. I want to know what God wants me to do. I want to be aware of God and what he's doing. I want to believe in the impossible. I want to believe in miracles to happen. Not just things, everything is just in my own strength. So how do we... Uh, begin to have a childlike curiosity and faith again. Well, Romans 12 verse 2, which is this week's memory verse, by the way, is do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. God wants you to know his voice. He wants you to know his will. And you can do it as your thoughts and mind is transformed. You know, Jesus, uh, when he was talking to his disciples in Luke chapter 9, verse 44, he said to them, listen carefully to what I'm about to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. So he was giving them the, the heads up. Hey, something's going to happen. I'm going to give my life for you. And in verse 45, it says, but they did not understand what this meant. It was hidden from them and they did not grasp it. <laughs> you know, there's things that we might not grasp. Our best wisdom, our best efforts, depending on our experience and common sense, are just not enough. And it wasn't enough for the disciples. Even though everything was obvious, the disciples just couldn't understand on their own. You know, if Jesus' disciples couldn't do it, what makes us think we can do it on our own? You know what it is? It's our pride and our self-reliance. And I'm talking to myself when I say that. That we need to be careful that we're not just assuming we know what God wants us to do or thinking we know better. Later, Jesus came back after his resurrection. 
And in Luke 24, verse 44, it says, he said to his disciples, this is what I told you about. Remember when I was talking to you before and you didn't get it when I was still with you? And then verse 45, he says, then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scripture. You know, Jesus transformed their minds. He transformed their thoughts. And this is what he wants to do to you. When God says it's time to go, it's a chance for our relationship with him to grow. Is God saying something to you? Are you willing to go? Are you willing to respond to his voice? You know, when you do that, it's going to transform and, and increase your love for Jesus. You know, three things will happen when you hear God's voice. And I just want to close with these today. Number one, God will give you understanding. You know, do you have important decisions? Are there, are there things that you're trying to figure out? Maybe you're wrestling with something. Maybe you're, you're trying to reach a friend for Jesus. Um, maybe you have a relationship with, with somebody. Maybe a child or a spouse or a friend. And you're just wondering, how do I, I get through this difficulty with them and improve that relationship? Well, you know what? God wants to give you understanding. He doesn't want you just to wrestle. He wants to give you understanding. Ephesians 1 verse 17 says, God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's what he does. He speaks to you and he gives you insight. And I remember specifically God doing this, even with my own kids, not knowing how to get through to their hearts. And God specifically speaking to me. Uh, man, I'd love to share those stories with you sometime when we have more time. The second thing uh, that will happen when we hear God's voice is God will make your faith come alive and be current. You know, living in our own strength is tiring. <laughs> just doing everything in our own might, it just wears us down. But living in God's strength, it's empowering for you and the people that are around you as they're affected by your faith. And uh, I just want you to know, I have some friends uh, that are friends of faith. And they strengthen me when they talk, and talk to me because their faith is alive. They tell me stories about how God is speaking to them, how God is leading them and answering their prayers. And their faith is alive and current. And it, it just energizes my life as it's energizing their life. So God wants to make your faith alive and current. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 says, When you come together... Everyone should come with a hymn, a word of instruction, a revelation, or a tongue and interpretation. So God wants to give you revelation, and it's going to have an impact on the people around you. Then number three, the last one, God will lead you in your life. You know what? God wants to lead you. No more wasting time. Going around and around the same mountains and the same problems and the same challenges over and over. God has a better way for you to live. And what he wants to do is lead you in your life. In Galatians 2 verse 2, Paul said about his own experience with the Lord. He said, I went in response to a revelation. So he just heard from God and he just followed what God showed him to do. And God wants to do the very same thing in your life.